One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Sans Pants Radio, Australia's most American podcast network. What's Pac-Man, everybody? Welcome to the Cynical Cartoons Podcast, where today I watched James Cameron's Avatar in honor of the film's 10-year anniversary this month. Joining me on this episode are Jackson Bailey, who uses he him pronouns, and Cass Page, who goes by she, her. If you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm at StopTweetingMia. Thank you for listening to the Cynical Cartoons Podcast for another week. And as always, I'm your host, Mia Marchant. My pronouns are she, her. And I'm here if you need to talk. What are you putting on your knuckles? Um, is that to punch someone? Yeah, I was about smell? to say, it's punch and glue. Look at them. They look <laughs> like I punch glue. lots. No, um, I have a bung wrist. So when I do push-ups, I have to do them on my knuckles. But doing that a lot breaks the skin on your knuckles as though one has punched lots. I was about to say, I went to the gym yesterday or two days ago for the first time in a year, and I feel like shit. It's terrible. Oh, no. I did leg day, and every time that I sit or stand or am sitting or am standing, it's bad. <laughs> I did see your posts, and I liked them very much. I liked your day two one. You're like, still? It's still bad, <laughs> yeah. I, I always find that proof. everything's worse on day two. I'm just trying to figure out how to do like like more feminine muscle toning stuff, because before I, I legitimately was like... Very, very fit. I don't think that it's bragging to say that. I just was oh, very yeah. fit and it made me uncomfortable and I hated it, but sure. I kept doing it. And so now I'm like, how do I be fit, but also happy? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Figuring yeah. it out. <laughs> it's rough. I've, I used to go to the gym one to maybe three times a week and I want to go for a fifth, like a fifth day in the row. I it would be six, but I tried to go last week and they were shut, and I don't know why, oh. um, which was super weird. But um, I'm really excited to find out if this is because I'm doing really well or something's <laughs> wrong, and I haven't realized. How can we wrap this up into James Cameron's Avatar? We can't. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's doable. Well, Had, let me get my notes. I'm happy to start talking about James Cameron's Avatar. Oh, yeah. Oh, me too. I'm what? fresh from viewing. I feel like I stared at the screen too intently. My eyes are bad now. Uh-huh. My, my 
housemate was like walking through. I was like, I need to. I was watching it in bed with my electric blanket on, being yeah. quite toasty. And then I was like, no, nah, get out of bed, start making a cup of tea. You've got three hours, like eat, like do something. And my housemate kept walking through and was seeing me just standing there being angry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, this movie, a lot of the time on this show, I'll be like, oh, this cartoon that I would usually just watch for fun has now become homework and I have to watch like the little clowns of happy town or some fucking shit. Who knows? But this time it was more than ever. It felt like homework because the version that I watched of this movie was two hours and 55 minutes. And I was like, Oh I think that's no. The one I w- is that the one that's on Disney plus? Cause that's the one I watched as well. No, the, the one on Disney plus is 16 minutes shorter. The one that I watched was the director's cut. And then I watched parts of the, the theatrical cut because I'm uh, wow. an extra bitch. Wow. <laughs> what, what did they, what, what did they put in? Because there's a massive fight scene at the end. Oh. Yeah. Spoilers, but f- I, I was do I started doing squats. I got mad and bored. I started workshopping a tight five and then I was like, cast focus on the film. So my note for that section is in no world could I care about the fight scene. <laughs> <laughs> I watched I watched this film for 40 minutes before I went to bed and then I was like I can't keep watching this went to sleep and then I watched the rest in the middle of doing household chores right and that whole fight scene happened while I was folding clothes and I didn't look at the screen once. <laughs> no, nothing <laughs> happens well I like, occasionally glance over and be like oh yeah one of the pterodactyls is attacking a plane <laughs> okay cool what up well because it was my it was just like such a cinematic spectacle in theaters but I didn't see this movie in theaters like there was oh, yeah. Avatar Day and it was an IMAX and 40X and 3D reined in everything. And I saw this movie for the first time, like in two parts in a high school classroom that we were watching in a history class. Uh, I hope it wasn't about Native American history, but probably. Oh my God, no. (laughs) Wow. God, this movie. Oh my God. As Look, my first note for the film Mm -hmm. is everyone sucks. Like the film starts. Oh, they're terrible. This my it's good bitches, so this bad. film fucking sucks. Oh. oh my god. When I first saw this film <gasps> in, the, in the theaters, I was I was at that age where I was like, everybody loves this movie, so it's lame, and I, I'm going right. to shit on it. I'm going to be that annoying guy. But then I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll enjoy it this time. I'm going to go in assuming that I'm going to have a good time, and wow, wow, this oh. film is bad. Well, did, did you oh. like it the first time that you saw it in theaters? Because, again, I didn't get to see it in theaters ever. Well, I remember getting caught up in like the the moments and like the highs and the lows, yeah. but having that like young, I, I don't know if I was a teenager at the time, 2009, when did I, that's when I graduated, I would have been 18. Did it make you horny, I guess, is the main, most important question about. <laughs> no, and something I noticed is that none of the Na'vi have anything approaching an ass. Do you notice this? <laughs> They're really, it's just like hips to legs. It's weird. They look. They made them look humanoid. Yeah, Yeah, but but they don't really. Oh no, they do. They do a squat. They do a squat. They don't sit. They all sit at the end. They don't need an ass. Oh, they do. True. I I bet there's an alternate cut of the film where they do have like anatomically correct genitals. Why do I say like that? Genitals. (laughs) Anatomically correct (laughs) genitals. I'm trying to get a picture of like a full picture of a Navi up because there's quite a few. Do you? Maybe this is just me, but do you think this film has a lot of egregious ass shots? Like it starts with Jake Sully when he's avatar and he's running out in the gown that is open at his ass. Oh, that's yeah, oh, that's then, a good scene. I I hate I this. That was one of the first things. I'm like, shut up, shut 
up with this film. Like he he went, oh my god, he's one of the people in my everyone sucks comment. <laughs> he gets up and is just like, I'm going to ignore everyone. It's like everyone right. else has done so many years of training. Oh yeah. Oh, I, well, look, I don't know if it's too early to jump into this. No, but go something for it. that made me infuriated was the. I guess the premise of the entire film. So uh, it doesn't matter how the much movie. it does. It, it never in any stage uh, mattered how much training someone did, how much research someone had done. So all of the medical team was like, we have all these things in place to ensure like a safe transition from bodies. Right. Yeah. And like into the new ones, and they had all these things in plan. This other guy's done three years of training. That's all this stuff, and he just gets up and starts running, and then it's fine. And it's like, oh. Okay, so you're completely undermining that section. Oh, yeah. And then he goes and looks at the, like, he goes into the Navi people and they're like, here are all the things that you need to have done. Actually, no, before any of that, the little spirits come on him and it's like, cool. So he's also bypassed that culture. Oh, yeah. So there's no part of any world that he lives in that he doesn't immediately bypass. Jake Sully never has to try, does he? No, no, he, he, he doesn't. Never has to, it's, nothing's hard for Jake Sully. But, but it's so weird because it's not like he is some like super amiable, likable guy where I'm like, I like this guy. I hope he gets away. Like yeah. no. He's always the <laughs> biggest idiot in the room and also like a, uh-huh. a fucking war criminal. Like He just wants to go out yeah. there and bash some heads and... Fucking, he's like, all these guys are hired guns, and I like that. Like, he's such yeah, an he, asshole. He's like the he's dullest, awful. biggest piece of shit. He's got that kind of like, well, I never expected I'd be here, <laughs> Pandora. Wow. What a shithole. <laughs> <laughs> this place is disgusting. <laughs> What's that line? I wish I'd wrote it down, but I stopped taking notes out of anger. What's that line where it's like when he first rides the pterodactyl, he says something like, I'm not much of a horse guy. Yes, yes, that that? was ridiculous. I'm not much of a horse guy, but I I can get the hang of this. I can get used to this. Yeah, that's it. I'm not much of a horse guy, but I could get used to this. I I mean, you, you do get the impression of Jake Sully that if he got on a horse, he would like win the fucking national horse races or whatever. Like, uh, like this movie could have been true. about anything. He could be plopped into any situation. He'd be like, I guess I'm the hero because I'm a straight white man. Here we go. It's a James Cameron film. Oh my god! It has the absolute all the all the audacity of a YA novel. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Except they're dealing with a, like an indigenous tribe, so it's horrendously bad. Oh. It's, you don't even have the guise of like I guess maybe they're trying to, but if they are trying to, it's horrible. But the at right. least YA novels are like we need someone else to come from the the reality realm to. They're like this is the purpose we yeah. need served. There's a prophecy that someone's going to come in and help us. And we're going to help that. And this one, it's just like someone coming in, like kicking down a door, being like, I'm special. (laughs) Your gods love me. And I think they're shit. Hooray. Hooray for me, Jake Sully. Oh, my God. That whole first thing, he's like, the first time the deities like touch him and land on his skin, she's like, oh, it's because you have a strong heart. We have been given no reason to believe that at any stage. He shits on the work of the researchers. He's rude. You, you know what you guys did miss out by not watching the director's cut is is the first eight minutes of the film in the director's cut is 
And I like the theatrical cut more than it does this. It just plops them right down on Pandora. It's like, that's the movie. And the director's cut, it's like, here's Earth. What a shithole. Look, it's like Blade Runner. Oh, wow. It's really bad. And he's like in a bar and this guy is openly just like screaming and beating up his girlfriend. And then Jake goes over and fights that guy. And they're like, look at what a good guy he is for beating up this guy who's beating up his girlfriend in a bar. I'm like, this sucks. Like, and he's oh, so, so, so it's such like a right wing, like shithead move by the movie where he like starts beating up the guy and the girlfriend is like stop it stop it you're gonna kill him like defending her abusive boyfriend I'm like somebody had a real fucking chip on their shoulder when they wrote this movie and it was James Cameron (laughs) we know who it was hey this actually matches up with one of my notes um, which is stop hitting shit you fuck god he's so fucking stupid (laughs) that was written as he's been introduced um, to the Navi world and um, the the girl, I don't know uh, her name. Yeah. Um, she's, she's taking. Nateri? Yes, Nateri. She's taking him back through the world after the deities have chosen him and been like, he is special. And she's like, fine, I'm going to look after you. Starts walking through and he just starts hitting the yeah. plants. Don't play drums with the wildlife. Right. And then he like, every time the things land on him, he smacks him. She's like, don't. And then he smacks him again. She's like, don't. Right. Well, here's the thing. I hadn't thought about this when I was taking my notes earlier. What if like wiener dude like the other dude who was like i love to learn i love avatar (laughs) culture what if he was the guy like he would instantly catch on to their language and their culture and be so into it and not work with the fucking general that wants to blow up the planet like yeah (laughs) that guy should have been the hero how weird is this movie in that like on the surface it looks like it's like an anti-military film because the military are the bad guys right but also like thinking about that the reason that Jake Sully is so successful, I feel yeah. like, is implied, is because he's from the military. No, they literally say that because when, when he comes insane. in, they're like, we don't trust you. We've had such bad experiences. Yeah. What do you do? And he's like, I'm a warrior from the Jarhead tribe, oh which my is... God. <laughs> Look, let's. We don't have time. Um, and then they're like, "Oh, we've never Fuck. actually encountered a warrior before. We'll take him in." It is because of his military experience, yeah. and he like unites the tribes and stuff all because he's been. Oh, man. Right. Well, he, well, here's the thing. I saw a James Cameron quote about the movie where he was saying people are saying the film is anti-war. It's not anti-war. I'm not anti-military, and the movie doesn't have an anti-military message. It has a pro-environmental message, but it's not anti-military. And I'm like. That's a strange stance to take, dude. I don't think that combo works. I just want to add another note that I have in here. Mm-hmm. Um, when he, this was specifically when he comes in and the like the people are deciding whether or not to take him in. Right. Yeah. And he keeps trying to talk, and he has the worst <laughs> lines. And my note is: "Shut up, dude, and don't touch anything." Holy fuck! Every single time you try, it is bad. Please learn. <laughs> uh, I have a note oh. from earlier that I'd like to discuss, mm-hmm. and this note is. Um, has nobody ever seen a guy in a wheelchair before? Because when, oh my God. when he arrives at the main base, people are so rude. Oh, Meals on wheels, dead. Yeah. It's like he's a fucking veteran, dude. What the fuck? You're in the military. You know why yeah. people... Oh, my God. Look, if anything, it's, I guess, a commentary on the lack of support services available after deployment. It's just right. such a... <laughs> I don't know what the function of that scene is. Immediately I'm like, who are these pieces of shit that, like, they see a guy that they know no context about, wheel out in a wheelchair, and they're like, I'm giving this guy the fucking business. One right. of them just goes, that's fucking wrong. Like, yeah, well, and, and the whole thing is that, like, there should be some camaraderie between him and the military guys and he and the scientists shouldn't get along. But instead, he's like friends with one military woman 
and she doesn't like the military in the end. She turns against the military and he's friends with all the scientists who are like, what's wrong with you, dickhead? Like he he wants to be these people's <laughs> yeah. friends. So he just wants to win them over because they hate him. Ugh. Yeah, there's like parts of it where the scientists, it becomes a joke. They're like, nah, you're going in there with your guns. Mm. And it's like, what? We, what? This is funny now? That's not good at what enough. point does Jake Sully decide that he's on the Navi's side? Immediately when he sees Neytiri. This man is, is yeah. leading with his dick. Like, he sees her, Absolutely. he's like, I want to fuck this, and here we go. Can I just say one of the most boring sex scenes in any movie? <laughs> oh, my God. Would we call it that? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I yeah. wouldn't. Like, <laughs> I mean, you would expect so much more when somebody explains the concept to you and they're like, it's like this high sci-fi thing and they have these ponytails and there's little tentacles inside the ponytails and they match the ponytails and then they grind on yeah. each other. And you're like, that sounds like some hardcore shit. No, Yeah, that sounds like not. it's going to be graphic. It's very tame, very soft. It's also what they do to their dog. So like, yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah. Is do they not have genitals? I don't know. I don't is know. Is the ponytail the gen? I don't know. It stresses me to no end. Well, why are they covering themselves? They must have... I don't know. There there must be answers somewhere on the internet, but I don't think we're going to find them. They have nipples, I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. I have some trivia about <laughs> we this don't movie much. that uh, I think you guys... Oh, oh let's hear it. So, so James Cameron wanted to make this movie in 1999 right after Titanic and the technology wasn't available at the time. He wanted to do it like he did with like full CGI. I just love to imagine that as like fucking Spy Kids level graphics. Wow. (gasps) This movie would be so much better. If it looked terrible, it would be really, really (laughs) fun to watch. But instead it just looks kind of okay and it's like, okay, I guess. Some of the animals I found looked really bad. Oh, yeah. Like the little... Coyote dog things. Anything like wet a PS2 and at night time. Yeah. It looks really bad. They looked like Pokemon. Yeah, oh, it was so bad. <laughs> oh, do you know what I noticed watching this? Mm? They clearly didn't have the budget for fur or feathers. <laughs> I no, they, they did true, though, and... but like the technology just wasn't there. Like this was ten years ago, and I know that yeah. doesn't seem like that long ago, but like just think of all the shitty CGI movies we've seen since then. Yeah, that's a fair point. Oh, hundred percent. I know. Um, with Brave, that was a massive deal. Like her hair was the majority of the work for the animators or something ridiculous. Like they they had a lot of time with that hair and looking, because as soon as I realized that all the animals were scaled, I'm Mm -hmm. like, huh? (laughs) And then noticed that in the opening, like in the first scenes, all of the Na'vi had their hair completely braided. And then Uh, it wasn't until the end of the film that they started having different hairstyles. But even with the braids, they'd have some like bits of hair coming out of the top. But they even closed off the end of the braids with beads. They didn't have to have hair. (laughs) Well, there's some really interesting... I had seen like a VFX breakdown from, I think, the Star Wars prequels. And they were talking about VFX, like CGI technologies, and saying like, when you start working on something, you have to think four years in advance because you're like if this looks like something that's in theaters when we start it then it's going to look like it's four years old uh, so they they yeah, were yeah. in production on this movie for five years they started it in 2004 and like think about what was out in 2004 it was like wow. spy kids 3d wow. uh yeah that's really the impressive. water horse i don't know <laughs> I, yeah. I do remember when I saw this in cinemas. Story-wise, I'm like, this is like Dinotopia and Fern Gully had a baby. Like yeah, it was yeah, like right. this is not a new story. Um, but the animation, like seeing it in the big screen, it was like really for its time. So beautiful. Sure. Um, and they were doing ho- heaps of things with like bioluminescence, which is now very in vogue, but yeah. it was 
a sort of a new spectacle to have. I feel like the design of all of the animals really lets down the CGI. Yeah, they look like Pokemon. Well, I wish they looked like Pokemon. Like if all the animals on this planet were like Pokemon-esque and had movesets, I'd be like, oh, this fucking rocks. (laughs) Give me a video game. Now I get it. (laughs) They look like if someone was taking the latest gen of Pokemon, who I am not familiar with, and then animated them to look realistic. That is what... Right. Poke, that is what the animals of this world look like. They're like, oh, okay, well, just I'm going to give them scales and I'm going to do this and right. here's a wet mouth. They're all so ugly. Oh, my God. More more trivia stuff. Uh, this is from IMDb, so who knows about its authenticity. Composer James Horner stated that this was the most difficult film and the biggest challenge of his career. He said in an interview that he worked on the music from 4 a.m. to 10 p.m. for a year and a half. Um can either uh, of you hum the main theme from Avatar? Does it does it go, go something like, <laughs> but in pan flute? Is that how it sounds? I, I was wondering about the music because they have a lot of, they in some of the scenes they make this sound sound like quote unquote native music. Mm-hmm. And I want to know what the inspiration was, if they just took an existing group or if... Yeah, to me, it mostly sounded like pan flute and and kind of like percussion. And something I kept expecting was a piece of music that I'd always thought was from Avatar, but now I'm realizing mustn't be. I always had like in my head that the, the, like a piece of music was the, um, the, the sort of main theme, but... Do you know how it goes? Can you hum it and we'll try uh, and guess? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Okay, um... Like that, kind of? <laughs> is that good for I don't anyone? know what that is. That might be... Tweet in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or maybe I'll cut what that. Am Who I knows? <laughs> it took me six hours to watch this movie, even though it's only three hours long. <laughs> oh, my God. I couldn't imagine watching this for fun. Oh, no. No. Not in a million years. Because nothing about it is really good. You know? No, I think when it came out, because it was so visually stunning, and that's where they, that is the basket they put their eggs into. They're like, story, uh, these two, th- that one, that story. Yeah. Then you watch it now with context and being, just not being impressed by the animations. You're right. like, oh, no. Like, th- there is such a weird thing with the military in this, like, because he comes in, it's meant to be this clash of things where it's like, oh, okay, he's going to learn from the Navi and change his ways to be more like them, which is not what ends up happening. No. But they, they allude to it. Like, at one, oh, my God, at one stage he's trying to put the Ikaran in a full Nelson and that doesn't work and she's like, you have to bond with him. So they ends up bonding with it. But then you they pull the camera away and he's still got the like Igoran in some yeah, other yeah. military lock. And yeah. it's like, what, what was the point in Why? making the distinction of changing your tactic to yeah. a naturalistic-based one? Yeah, it's just such a mess. And it's it's insane to me that this movie was nominated for Best Picture. Like, That's it almost won in 2009. <laughs> wow. No, I, I understand that it was nominated because it was really... They did really cool things. Yeah, but it's not cool anymore. I don't sure. really I, like it. Looks nice, but I think it's let down so much by like the like even the design of the mechs that the military are in are so boring looking. Like nothing about it is well. Like, there's no one element of well, this movie I, I, I think, that is. I think that's an aging kind of thing because James Cameron like created really similar designs in Aliens, and that was like 1986, and that was a really really like forward thinking design yeah. at the time. And then after that, everybody copied it. So when a- Avatar yeah, came out, fair. everybody was like, oh, he's ripping off Halo. It's like, well, 
Halo ripped off Aliens, and I made that 30 years ago. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, sorry. But I feel like the mechs in, in Alien look, or Aliens kind of looked like utilitarian. The ones in these, I want to get a picture of them up because right. somehow I, I forgot them They do them look in very goofy. I do want to say um, there is arse mechanics to the mechs. Um, when you see them walk away, they have two plates on the bum that right. like move back and forth. They're like on where the bum is. They've given the aliens metal cheeks uh-huh. That's and great. you watch them jiggle away. And it's weird that I understand that you need mechanics to make legs work. And I understand that is what the glute muscles do, uh-huh. but hide them because it's ass now. Put some pants on that big robot. Yeah. I mean, do you, yeah, do you think like, that it like opens, it like opens and that's how you get out of the mech. You like climb up inside or you climb out the back. <laughs> no, it's literally like two plates stuck to the outside of something that is already sealed. They're why giving they, it cheeks. Why did they give the robot an ass, but they didn't give the avatars asses? Oh, here's a, is this a close up of Neytiri's ass? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to find an avatar ass to properly get an idea of what I'm looking at here. I don't know if this is porno. I might have so, just found porn. So speaking of avatar anatomy, um, avatar, they're not called avatars. They're called... Navi. The Navi. Navi. The Navi, right. So speaking of Navi anatomy, um, I think you were you were alluding a little bit earlier to the scene where Jake wakes up for the first time and he's running around with his ass out. Yeah. I just think it's incredible that they designed clothes... For the human Navi avatars, even though like the Navi aren't going to wear those. They literally just like designed a Stanford sweatshirt for Sigourney Weaver's avatar and made like size 36 shoes for all these motherfuckers. Like the height of humanity (laughs) to be doing a (laughs) shoe that only works for three people. (laughs) It's yuck. They were going in as like it almost seems like they were missionaries. Like, because if you look right. at her being like, oh, you know, they shut down her school, she's going back, and she comes back in clothes, and it's like, yeah, you, oh, don't, yeah. you don't think that just not wearing clothes or wearing minimal clothes to match them isn't nice? Like, it's so imposing. Oh, yuck. yeah, it's so weird. It's so weird that, like, they're, they're really concerned about Sigourney Weaver's school, but you're like, is that not the part of the problem? Right, like, well, right. <laughs> Yeah, it's also crazy. Imagine, like, flip the perspectives. Imagine an alien race came down in people suits and one of the aliens in a person suit was like, hi, I'm I'm not one of you. I'm a totally different looking alien, but I'm in love with your queen. <laughs> and I'm going to lead you she's already, in a war against the great. I know she's already engaged to somebody else who, like, all your customs say that she has to marry this guy, but actually I'm going to take her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jake Sully's so rude to the guy that she's meant to. Also, that's super weird. Like, the, the Na'vi clearly are, like, presented as, like, a really peace-loving, like, you know, they're, they're almost presented as, like, a perfect race. But then they're also, like, have arranged marriages and stuff. Thought that was a oh, bit weird. right. <laughs> Where they're like, well, then she'll be, you know, mate-bonded to this guy, and that's, well, that's just society. Right. They have a whole thing about, well, the entire thing is about nature and flow and balance and like natural order and things like that and making sure that you make a lasting bond with an animal. Mm. And then it's so weird to be like, she's betrothed. And Uh, it uh, also means nothing in the film because he's like, I love you. And she's like, I love you too. And it's just not even an issue. Like at no point is anyone like, hey. Well, the guy that she's supposed to be mate bonded to or whatever is pretty upset about it. But everybody's like, you idiot, shut up. Yeah. Jake is great. She should marry Jake. (laughs) <laughs> we love Jake Sully. <laughs> also, at no point does Jake Sully explain that his name is in two parts. That's annoying. 
He's like, I'm Jake Sully. And they're like, ah, Jake Sully. And he, he's never like, no, Jake Sully. That's, that's you know, my first and last name. You can just call me Jake. Well, call me Sully. I go by Sully sometimes. That's what my buddies in the military yeah, call me. <laughs> just do that. Oh, man. And just with the whole not quite sure on what he's meant to be doing with the military, the weird pro-military message that comes out of this, I see why people think it's an anti-military movie because right. in the like he has such a hard time grasping the concept of energy, which is not hard, but he does. He really struggles yeah, with it. He can't and figure it out. Eventually he gets it and then comes to a realisation where he's like, this is how you take what you want. You make the other person your enemy, so it's okay to do. Right. You would expect him to have any sort of realisation about maybe his uh, crimes in the war, but uh, no. <laughs> so so that's actually how they do it in Hollywood when they want to get money from the military to include military characters in a movie or something like that. It's always like the soldiers are going to be great and they're going to be our heroes and they're going to be flawless and really, really cool. And then like there's going to be some problem with the establishment of the military, but somehow in the end the soldiers are going to be able to like break command and save the day and do the thing. And then like <laughs> yeah. you're able to say like, well, some people in the military aren't great, but overall being in the military is pretty badass and you should probably join. Like this movie is not going to make somebody not want to join the military. There is a system in place where everybody in the military, all the soldiers in this movie are like, yeah, let's fucking bust some heads. Let's fucking kill him. Let's kill Jake Sully. I'm going to kill a scientist. I'm going to kill a baby. And you're like, all right, okay. All right. And there's like three Please good soldiers down. in the whole movie. So That's a good point. I love that guy in the um with the like with the big mean army guy is giving his big mean army speech <laughs> and he's like we're gonna we're gonna get him and there's just one guy in the crowd who's going yeah 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 <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if you guys noticed him but he's he's having the time of his life oh, I, and I know they respond at some stage because he says something about them only having bow and arrows or something to that effect or them thinking they can win and all the army people chuckle. They're like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, no, he's like, they believe it's their god. Oh, that's <laughs> and they're <right>. like, <laughs> what fucking idiots. You're worshipping this guy. Like, <laughs> yeah. shut up. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, none, none of his speeches are really, like, inspiring. Like, that's the thing. I don't have any quotes from the movie that are memorable that aren't, like racist like the only notes that <laughs> yeah. i have quotes from that i have from the movie are like oh let's find out what the blue monkeys want and give it to them and i'm like oh god okay but like i don't have anything from the movie where i'm like i like where he said this there's none <laughs> of that there there are no lines in this film that you couldn't have guessed <laughs> like <laughs> the um this you're right the speeches are not inspiring but everyone is so cold cut black and white good or bad um, well, no, they try and do that. They try and be like, Jake Sully's a hero, and then the movie starts, like, he's a hit. Why do I think that? That's yeah. not right. The movie the movie tells you Have I been who is tricked? a good guy. Yeah. It tells you that this man is a good guy, and then the other people are good guys, even though they're goofy and they've got some comic relief. And, you know, the rest of it is just like, oh, right, he's saying bad things because he's a bad man. Like, the entire plot, right. the bad people are bad people. Wild, yeah. and we're getting a sequel. Yeah, so we're getting so yeah. many sequels. There's, Sometimes there's so much more. Apparently. Oh my god, that is so concerning. There's what like, are they gonna? It's so racist. There's like this three. horrible. There's like three more coming. Yeah, yeah. I'll find out. There's one coming Avatar soon. Two. I mean, it's it's so <laughs> funny that they've waited so long to make a sequel because it was supposed to be like 2014, 2015, 2016. We're gonna be the next three Avatars, and that kept getting pushed back to the point that now it's like. 2021 is two and then after that i guess we'll see and it's like what have you 
Didn't you wrap production on this movie like seven years ago? What the fuck is going on? <laughs> Apparently, there's a, a there's like a on Wikipedia a plot description of what Avatar Two is going to be about. Do tell. No. Uh, Twelve years after exploring Pandora and joining the Navi, Jake Sully has formed a family with Neytiri, and they are wandering across the expansive world of Pandora, meeting oh, new Avatar allies in the form. Babies. That's good. Oh, that's what the people want. Yep. He, they've already been really specific about how his body is not completely them. It is a mix of DNA. <laughs> uh, they're going to meet new allies in the form of the Metkayina free diving clan led by Tonawari. And then everything changes when RDA once again invades Pandora what? to finish what they started. Okay. Why is why are they like, and they meet some guys and these guys, they do free diving. That's pretty cool. <laughs> So that's not really well, relevant to the plot, but it's going to happen. Well, and, hey, well, they haven't had any underwater sequences. Right, yet. right. James Cameron was talking about, he was like, I want to go underwater in the next one. It's going to be like revolutionary. Nobody's ever done that. And then Aquaman comes out and you're like, oh, because it sucks. Like, it's not fun. <laughs> it's not, it looks boring not and I don't watch. like it. Do you like blue? Hey, <laughs> heads up. All the characters are blue anyway. <laughs> Yeah, 2023, well, 2021 for the Avatar 2, then 2023, 2025, and 2027. So exciting. Wow. So much Avatar. So going to be so rich in Avatar content. The enti- Just to go back to this, the entire plot oh, yeah. of making Jake Sully canonically better than the, the people who have grown up on the planet. Like, they... Um, he is chosen by the deities. Yes. He is brought in. Everyone accepts him because he's chosen by the deities. And he, he really, like, he he tries but is for some reason perfect at it, um, which is never explained. And then him saving the day is being like, oh, so there's been one person in all of history who's jumped on a Taruk successfully. I reckon I might. <laughs> and he does it successfully. And it's like, you are, okay, you've made him canonically more strong and a better, like, quote, unquote, that, like, to use well, the language of the film, he's a better native than the natives, well, and it's horrendous. I, 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 think, I think that Jake Sully just has the power of belief. Like, he's like a Looney Tunes cartoon. If he believes that he can do something, he can do it. And so you just <laughs> have to you. tell him, like, hey, but you can't do this. And then he'll do it, and the day is saved. You're okay, but you can't save my planet. Okay, well, I'll do it. All right, well, just, just wait and see. I love that we don't even get to watch Jake Sully. I mean, maybe I wasn't paying attention when it happened, but we don't even get to see him get the big pterodactyl. He oh just, yeah, he just yeah. has it. Isn't his throwaway line like nobody ever thought to go from above? Yeah, he's like <laughs> he's say. he's like oh it's just wow. a hunch, but I figured I figured that because he's the predator of the sky, he'll never be looking above because nothing attacks him. Well, yep. that's the theory anyway, and then jumps <laughs> yeah. on and it works. Like, how did everybody try and ride the Taruk thing before? Did they just like walk <laughs> up to it and held out their hand? Like, I'm gonna pet, I'm gonna get on you. Is that okay? <laughs> I'm coming from below. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it really, it really, unwittingly, in trying to paint him as the hero, try, just makes all the natives seem stupid. Like, well, yeah, it's, like it's, it's no good. It, it makes them seem sub subhuman, and it's not. I hate it. Right. I hate it. It's just a classic. It's really weird that in two thousand and nine they trotted out basically a white savior narrative, and and everyone was just like, oh yeah, like that's the kind of narrative that left with westerns when. The mm. Western as like a kind of film stopped being sustainable because everyone was like, oh, actually, this is deeply, deeply problematic. We can only do Westerns about the end of Cowboys now. That's it. That's the only Cowboy story you can tell. But yeah, Avatar's just a it's just a white savior narrative. Yeah. Just, yeah. just there it is. Take take a picture. Oh, yeah. Speaking of that, there's that whole thing where the, the home tree gets completely destroyed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And 
so many of the Navi die and get injured and stuff. And then they make a big fuss about Grace getting hurt. Yeah, I know. And it's like the the children have been killed. I, I think they just make a big fuss about her being killed because they're like, oh, there goes Sigourney Weaver. She's not coming back for the sequel. Like, that's the only part yeah. of the movie where I was kind of like at all interested in what was happening because I was like, oh, they're killing Sigourney Weaver. That's weird. Why would you do that? Yeah, and then they yeah. did it. But not because it was a good choice, but because it was a bad choice. I was like, why would you do that? <laughs> why would you get rid of Sigourney? Well, according to the notes for Avatar 2 and 3, Sigourney may be back. So uh, oh. well, they put her in the tree and then they're like, we can access the memories. Speaking oh, that's of that whole, true. Speaking of the whole tree system, you know, with the neural network, they were talking about the trees. Yeah. Right? I get that it's big, but that's literally how trees work here. Yeah, I know. I, I thought that was crazy as well. Like they, they don't say. Like the trees a communicator yes that's, that's, that's trace that is that is a root network that that happens on earth and it's the coolest shit in the world why aren't you saying that and being like the thing is is that it's bigger or that it's more expensive they don't they talk i of- guess james cameron didn't he just didn't know Aww. well maybe maybe we could give him the benefit of the doubt and say the characters didn't know because like oh, those guys fair. are dumb as shit they're not they're gonna be like they're just goddamn <laughs> yeah. trees what's the oh uh, yeah yeah <laughs> Hey, did you notice that it was only ever raining for indoor scenes, never outdoor scenes? It it I rains the- during his first night, I think, because all the animals are wet or slimy. Oh, yeah, I don't cause- know. Yeah. They're too wet. I just remember so many scenes where he's like sadly sitting in like the cafeteria or in their weird science pod and it's raining outside. And I was like, I can't remember a moment they've been outside. Is that because they couldn't? It's a lot of animation. Yeah, is that what that came down well, to? Usually rain makes it easier to animate. Like when you think of stuff from the 90s, it would always be something scaly and at night and it would be raining, like Jurassic Park and Godzilla and stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, weird. Look, I got no I've got no like nothing to add about it. It's just something I noticed. Hey, something I noticed to do with the weather as well is that when they were swapping when Jake Sully was like swapping in and out of the bodies, yeah. he goes he goes to bed in the little pods when he spends his first night with the Navi and then he wakes up and they're like, rise and shine. And I'm like, it can't be morning because you're on the same planet. But he gets (laughs) up and I'm like, oh, I guess they're nocturnal now. But then you look out the window and the sun's out and he has all these meetings during the day and you can see out the window, see the sun shining. And I'm like, what do they think's happening? And they know that they're dreamwalkers or whatever they call them. They know that they're avatars. Yeah. Right. But he seems to have complete days with Natiri and then <laughs> complete days. Yeah. Well, no, no, they they say that when he's in his human form that he doesn't really spend any time in his human form. That he just like sleeps and then he wakes up and he gets right into avatar mode and he wakes up or he go, wakes up from that and he goes back to sleeping. They're like you never eat, yeah, you never yeah. do anything. You're just yeah, out there jerking true. it with Natari all the time. And he's like, "Well, that's what I like." <laughs> that's what's good for me. So, yeah, it's crazy at when like there's the big attack and the Jake Sully is just he's eating food and goofing off with Sigourney. Right. And in on Pandora, his body is unconscious and Natiri's shitting herself, being like, Wake up, wake up. It's crazy that that's the first time that's happened. Yeah, I know, like, right? That he's not coordinated it so that he's waking up way earlier than everyone else. This is the first time he's so casual with it. Right. Well, she got woken up by the machines. That's true. And he was trying to so maybe it was just It seemed like it was just a missed time, but it it was so weird that it's the first time that it happened. 
Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Do you, do you two remember um, when Avatar came out and there was like a community of people that became dangerously obsessed yes, with Avatar. Absolutely. I was saying, because Joel Dusher almost watched this with us, and I was saying that yeah. he might join the Avatar cult that, <laughs> that live at Disneyland now, I think. I don't know. Well, yeah, because there's, there's Avatar World at Disneyland now. So presumably, because I'm trying to find, because I can find all these news articles that are like fans, you know, deeply upset and, and you know, massively depressed that they can't live on Pandora. And I found a forum called treeofsouls.com, but yes. there was an Avatar meetup in 2018. There wasn't one in 2019. So sad. <laughs> so sad. <laughs> but, but what was the things. Avatar meetup in 2018 like? Well, that's what I'm trying to find out. Okay. Uh, Natiri1991 wants to organize a meeting somewhere in Europe. Natiri1991. Choose a better name. <laughs> Somebody's picked Alan. Is that the name of the weedy guy on the science team? Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah, they have. The people have just picked names of Avatar characters. I just want to say about this movie, the entire time watching it, this really has nothing to do with the film itself, but I was just imagining how the plot would be different if it was the exact same script but it was just gay like he was just a girl <laughs> and it'd just be a lot more interesting I think for, oh, the, yeah. for the people to be like you can't be with her well I mean f- immediately you've got rid of Jake Sully and so that's <laughs> Jane just fantastic Sully. <laughs> Jane Sully as long as Jane Sully is not the same kind of dull wow I'm on Pandora I don't even know who it would be though like Natalie Portman? I don't know. Who in 2009? <laughs> could have taken that role. Well, it would have been a much better film. There's so many tweaks you could have made to this film to make it more engaging. And less awful. Something yeah, something <laughs> I, I kept thinking that is really weird is that, so obviously the Na'vi are meant to be like an XB of Native, like First Nations people in America. Right. Right? That's, Surely. That's pr- okay. So the film, imagine if the film did away with any of the symbolism and just showed us this narrative. I mean, I guess that's just dancing with wolves, isn't Well, J- James Cameron literally said that he came up with the idea for this movie when he was watching the Disney animated film Pocahontas. Like he said that in interviews, like I was watching Pocahontas and I was like, 
what if this, but I made it. <laughs> I, I did speak to a friend this morning who was like, hey, do you want to hang out? I'm like, I'm, I have to watch Avatar for work. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and she was like, she was like, oh, it's just Pocahontas. Like, you know it now. Right. <laughs> You've basically seen it. But you really have to get into the nuances of the movie, you know, all of the uh, uh, open smocks uh, and... Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Imagining I was watching a different movie, I don't know. Yeah. Oh my goodness. In a way, though, James Cameron's kind of clever to wait so long before releasing Avatar 2 because nobody really remembers Avatar 1. Sure. So he can kind of just start fresh. Like, I didn't, I see, I saw this film in the cinema. I didn't really oh, remember what no, was going to happen. I had no it. idea. I mean, latching on to the actor that he chose for Jake Sully, though, I forgot his name. Um, James Cameron almost went with um, Jake Gyllenhaal originally. <laughs> oh, that would have been all right. Before deciding that Sam Worthington was the right choice. And I think history has proven that he was not. <laughs> <laughs> He's been in what? Avatar and, and Terminator, Terminator Salvation and that's it. Wow. Sam Worthington's Australian, yeah? Yeah, he is. Bad American accent in this movie, by the way. Yeah. Terrible. Sorry, I've gone onto the Tree of Souls website. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's so, such a rabbit hole. <laughs> well, I'm not even past the entry. So you Google if you Google Tree of Souls forum, Google will list popular sublinks within a website. The first sublink is in remembrance of Avatar forums, and someone has written a whole thing to be like, you know, if the Avatar forums are truly gone forever, another forum site, a different one, mm-hmm. they were like, you know, that that forum is gone for good. So can we please? honor it we can't do a 21 gun salute in person so i think we know that it is not an anti-military film (laughs) but people are being like can we put a banner on this website to pay our respects this is from nine years ago wow (laughs) if you go on the uh scientific discussion and reasoning sub forum yes the most recent post was in 2016 from someone called disco scratch which is a science alert about that cat, what is it, Taxoplasma Gondi that cats will infect people with? Mm-hmm. And then somebody has commented, good thing I only like pussy. <laughs> uh, um, somebody has posted something else, but there, you remember on forums how you could have like a forum ID underneath your name? Right. Oh, like yeah. you'd have a picture. It's a Navi with a bow and arrow and it says Dr. Navi on it. <laughs> what is happening on this forum? There oh are so many. God. This movie is also far too long. It, yes. It's like three yeah. movies at once. For sure. And I kind of thought for some reason that watching the director's cut, which is 16 minutes longer, would make it better. I was like, well, maybe he like fixed the pacing a little bit and made something yeah, memorable yeah. in those 16 minutes. But no, it's the most boring 16 minutes, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> so it, the only change is that it shows like the like Earth. Um, yeah. And stuff happening there. Is is that it? Well, there's just a lot of like added in lines and small scenes and things that don't really change anything. They just make it longer. And it's uh, like, it's uh. like I was watching it and I was like, any of these scenes could be added in because all of this is, is a little <laughs> bit over the top. Like none of this was necessary to the plot of the film. Nothing really happens. And uh. like, I don't know. There were no like small touches where you were like, wow, this is really a creative vision. You just had nothing. <laughs> This really changes the film. Good to know he didn't miss out on anything. <laughs> yeah. So, so there's this trope in media called "Born Sexy Yesterday," and yes, yeah. So, so a lot of the time, this applies to female characters in movies where it's yeah. like, oh, look at her, like she's it's like it's like a robot 
sometimes like literally born yesterday or somebody with amnesia yeah. that's just like so like the world is so wonderful and some guy who like shows her around and teaches her how the world works and they fall in love because he's like she knows nothing i can like mold her to my will and teach her everything and she's like a sexy little baby that i can have <laughs> sex with <laughs> and in this movie that's a little bit reversed uh-huh. where it's just like she's falling in love with jake and you're like for what reason? Yeah. Like, he literally can't speak your language. He touches everything when you're like, don't touch that, you'll die. And he's like, Bleep. like, he's a fucking yeah. idiot. And he really, there's <laughs> no reason to fall in love with him. Why not fall in love with somebody who, I don't know, understands your culture and cares about it? No? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. She seems, like, largely annoyed at him until the thing she is required to do, which is train him up to be a good Navi. And then he does it, and she's like, whoa, he's doing it. Maybe I love him now. It's like, no, you did that. Also, they do this really annoying thing with female characters. So I I know it's like Born Sexy yesterday, but also they do do her dirty. Yeah. Because as soon as she sees him, she saves him. And then he's like, thank you so much. And she's like, like, no, this is a sad thing. These shouldn't have died. You, like, this is your fault. You're responsible for all these deaths of these animals. And then he's like, well, why did you save me? And she does that thing where she, like, is like, Oh, and does that like weird cinema look that women have to do where they look at a boy like they're a bit scared of them because they're actually scared of their feelings. And it's like, shut shut up, shut up. Don't make her do this. Stop. That's not a character. That's not a character point. And she does that thing and she like her body language changes to be a bit timid and she looks him up and down like, oh, no. I like him. Then all the deities come and they're like, you have a good heart. And then it's immediately justified culturally. Yeah. But no, they they did a horrible thing to that character and they made her do that. And that's that's not on her. Yeah, that's they, not on her. They, yeah. they pretty much did every Navi dirty. Like every, I mean, everybody in this film is painted with such broad strokes. But like, yeah, it's, yeah. it's so strange. At one point in the movie, when when he's accepted into their tribe, Nateria is like, now you have to marry somebody. Who are you going to marry? this girl is a really good hunter. And he's like, I'm not interested in her. And she's like, this girl is, uh, she's really good at music. And he's like, I'm not interested. Like they're giving him the pick of the litter and saying, yeah. you can yeah, litter. Like, so did weird. these people express interest in Jake or is he, is she just like, please just turn down everybody so that we can be together. Everyone seems so accepting of like matriarchal ruling because everyone listens to her. They have like, they have women within power, within the group. Right. Um, I like just from assumptions. I like when they talked about it. I assume her mother and father had like an equal role, kind yeah, of. Yeah, like maybe the dad did most of the talking, but it seemed like the mother was really influential and had right. a lot of say in what happened yeah. in the community. And but then they're like, "Yep, pick a wife. Pick what a wife. Do you want here are her skills. Yeah. Let me do them like an ad for you." Right. And uh, but every other aspect of the culture that they've created. And the way that Jake is integrated into their culture is so strange because at the end of the movie when he saves the day, like he does save their entire culture, Yeah, whatever that does happen. At the end of the movie, it's not like they're like, you're a cultural ambassador. You are both human and Navi, so you're a great link between us and the humans. They're like, you are the leader of our tribe and we will listen to you forever because you're the wisest <laughs> of us, Jake Sully. I'm like, that's not true. Don't make him the fucking leader of your tribe. Make him like some fuckhead that you keep around because I guess your leader is in love with him. But, like, he doesn't need to be de facto leader because he married Natiri. That sucks. Yeah. 
Hey, the, the yeah, you're right. The clever thing to do would be like, yeah, keep him as an ambassador. Be like, well, you you know the human side of the world. We know the no- you don't really know how to be a Navi. No, you did it for like a month. Right, right. Okay. When, when he has to do like his big speech, he's like, hey, dude, can you like translate for me? I'm just gonna speak <laughs> English, and you're gonna do the speech for me. And it's like, why is he? Oh, that's can sucked. nobody else do the speech? What the fuck is going on? <laughs> that sucks so bad. And it's like the first time in the fi- it's the first time in the film that he's like, hey, you're my brother. And like, <laughs> hey, sorry, I stole the girl that you have probably been a bit in love with your whole life because right. you were told that you could have a do the speech. See, now now we're equals because I'm making you do work for me. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> I'm now giving you respect. And he's like, ah, oh, cool. Thankfully, we're brothers and equal now that I am doing work for you. And then that's the first time you hear about other communities of Navi around the entire planet. Oh, and then, the oh, my God, just as another dumb plot point, then the military is like, there's 20,000 of them now. I'm like, you, you didn't you, think there were other Navi? Yeah. You didn't check? <laughs> what? Also, the film, like, are they just on one continent on Pandora? Well, apparently some of them live underwater. So, like, I don't even know what's well, going on. That's right. They free dive. That's a good point. Man, you know Vin Diesel's going to be in the second one? I am so keen. No. Is he a human? Is he, like, say. the new general? Like, I, I wonder if they're going to, like, with this first movie, it seems like they wanted to keep it sort of low-key with the cast. Like, they brought in Sigourney Weaver, who was a known person at the time. And that's for about sure. it. Like, Giovanni Ribisi, I guess. Like, aside from that, you don't really know anybody except for Sigourney Weaver. I wonder yeah. if for the next one, they're going to be like, yeah, like, Tom Hanks is in this movie. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I know. If they're going <laughs> to, Tom Hanks would be great. Novify more celebrities. That's mm-hmm. what I would like. <laughs> Avatar is such an interesting film in that it it was such a big deal and now it is such a footnote. Right. It's a laughing stock. Exactly. Like barely yeah, anybody takes it yeah, seriously. Yeah, 100%. This is one of those movies where like I know that I've seen it four or five times, but I can't convince myself that I've seen it once. I'm like, that can't be the whole movie, <laughs> right? Like I must have fallen asleep. No, that's the whole movie. And it's really long. It's unimaginably hard to pay attention to. Like, that last fight scene, like, your eyes wander. You just, you're right, Cass. Forcing yourself to care is... It was difficult. You just can't do it. You just can't do it. Apparently Sigourney Weaver had to learn freediving and scuba diving for Avatar 2, so who knows what that means. Oh, my God, I'm excited for this film. Oh, my God. I just hope that they do, like, a re-release of the first one in, in 3D IMAX. I'm sure they will with, like, Smell-O-Vision oh, or sure. whatever the crazy new thing is. <laughs> like It'll be... It'll... Smell-O-Vision. It's going to be really bad, guys. Surely there's no point in making further ones if the the quality of the animation has picked up considerably because... Making that now, it's the quality of what you would find in, like, a video game. Yeah. And not a really new one. I always remember that I had this video game as a kid called Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance, and at the very end of it there was a cutscene where your character goes through a portal and you end up in, like, a weird leafy forest and there are, like, cat centaurs that are blue. <laughs> and they all, the, the Navi just look exactly the same. I think that you're looking back at, at Naval's Gate Dark Alliance through roast in a glasses here, though, Jack. Like, Google a picture of it right now. I bet it does not look like what you think it looks like okay. at oh, all. I'm scared, too. No. James Cameron played it as a kid, um, woke up from a dream about it, watched Pocahontas, and was like, I've invented the future. <laughs> also, with, with the whole thing about pacing and getting to the end and just not caring, Yeah. 
It's insane how many montages are in the film <laughs> yeah. and how long the film still is. Yeah. I mean, because it yeah. never goes anywhere. Like I was saying earlier, like if this was like if when you watch an indie movie, you're going to see some touches to the film where you're like, it was really interesting when this happened. Like I was talking about before we started, like Knives Out has a lot to say about like wealth inequality and the way that class systems work in America. And this movie's trying to say some sort of similar things, just doing it very, very stupidly. Yeah. It's trying to say some things about guns. Oh my God, that last, one of the last scenes where um, they're, we're back to voiceover, he is doing right. a video blog for nobody because <laughs> the scientists who he was reporting to have all died. Oh, right. that's so funny. And then, and then he's like, this is my last one, it's my birthday. But right before then, and he's talking about how all the aliens left the planet, and all the humans go, they show the Na'vi holding machine guns. Do they? Yep. It's just like... Oh, wow. And look, as I was watching it and there's... um, And Natiri is trying to attack one of the mechs on the back of the... uh, One of the one of the things that attacked them earlier, yeah. the, the forest creature. Like, as it jumps at it, it's like, cool, that's probably maybe a bit smaller than the mech around the same size. I'm like, if I was fighting a military-grade object that was my size, there's... I'm dying. I would die yeah. failing. And they give it a crack. And I know they don't understand or supposedly not meant to be able to understand the strength of machines. Yeah. But when they're like, we can fight this. Yeah. Like, well, well, they, they say earlier on in the movie, like, these things are tough as hell. They got carbon grade, uh, uh, natural bone skin. <gasps> uh, they're strong. And it's like, okay, I get that. <laughs> oh, song. that's right. Yeah, Their yeah, bones yeah. have a naturally occurring carbon fiber to them. Thank you. 70% accuracy, Mia. <laughs> <laughs> so someone in the in the Avatar forums, sorry, the Tree of, the yeah, tree of Souls, Souls forums, forums. <laughs> Come on. was saying that um, because our Navi are meant to be so strong, when Norm gets shot in the shoulder, why does it kill him? <laughs> <laughs> They've got that's Avatar cool. killing bullets. Yeah, and then like it's the first like- response, I didn't go, I didn't go so far down because mm-hmm. it's got the potential for a free dive, if you will. Yeah, the next person down's like maybe, maybe it got him in the heart. <laughs> you know, maybe we just didn't like the like it, immediately people are like, oh, maybe maybe we saw it wrong. Maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe we watched the film. Maybe Norm is just like a pussy. You know, yeah, and he sucks. And there's such like that tacky, ugh, like that part in the film where everyone's losing in the fight, and they really choose their moments for slow mo here, right? And then they've got that everyone's losing, and there are things in slow motion. Everyone's looking around at the death and destruction, and the music goes all like, <laughs> oh my god, it well, was so annoying. It's like, can anything happen? Please? I mean, there's there's so little stakes to the whole situation because you're like. The humans are not going to win. If you've coded the Navi people as as Native American people being like slaughtered by the white man, then obviously <laughs> the humans are not going to win. That would be a <laughs> yeah. weird, weird movie, and this is not the movie we're watching. So, like, why did they? I don't know. They could have created some more stakes to this whole situation. It's so embarrassing to watch in 2019. <laughs> It really yeah. is. It's also so weird to think that, like, basically this boils down to James Cameron being like, wouldn't it be cool if when white people invaded uh, America, the bears attacked them, you know? <laughs> like, the Native American people used their magic to make the elk attack. That would have been good. That feels like that's all this film is saying, really, at all. Like... That sucked, and it would have been good if it had gone the other way. Yeah, and, there's, yeah. and there's a there's a weird line from Jake Sully where he's talking to the Tree of Souls, and oh my god, that whole 
Oh, so he's talking to the tree of souls and he's like, there's no green on earth lie. Um, yeah. There's no green where I come from and everyone has killed their mother. Like he's like, there yeah. was an equivalent of you on earth and we killed it. And I'm like, that's a really big turnaround from Mr. Gunman. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and also is setting a weird, okay, fine, fine. Yeah, You're, sure. Sure. You, you now believe that this is the like innate state of all things. So it's what we have grown apart from. And you've seen the destruction that the military causes. And then, like, Natiri comes up and she's like, it's a balancing force. It's not going to pick a side. And then it does. Then it does this pick The tree a of side. soul chooses war. <laughs> I sort of assumed that that was because the military had killed so many Na'vi that the, it balances well, out. Well, the guy was the like, oh, man. trying to kill the tree. They're going to dig yeah, up the yeah. tree. Tree's- and so the tree takes on agency? I don't know. Yeah. I guess. Um, I suppose. It checks out, but it the way he words it. Right. The yeah. tree picks war. There is an alternate universe that makes a lot more sense than the world that we live in, where this movie did like middling or didn't do very well, and everybody's like, hey, remember when James Cameron tried to bring back 3D with like sexy cat aliens and spent $240 million on a movie that just <laughs> sucked? Like that makes more sense as a continuity than the one that we live in, where it made so much money, but everybody's still like, it's not a good movie. Yeah. It wasn't good. It wasn't fun to watch. Yeah, it's crazy to think that if this film, like if Avatar was coming out like this year or next year, oh, that all of the internet discourse would be like sexy cat aliens. Yeah. Oh, it'd be like it'd be like the cats discourse oh, and then yes. people being like, "Wow, this is really problematic." And then the rewrites and oh man, this film should have come out this year. <laughs> that would be fun. Oh my god! I want to see 2019's James Cameron's Avatar. We'll just please. wait until 2021. We're getting That's Avatar too, and then when that fails, they'll they'll reboot it. <laughs> be another 10 years. James Cameron will be like, "Yeah, I watched it. It's uh good," like he does with all the Terminator movies he didn't make. Yeah. He's like, "Yeah, I, I liked it. It's the best one since T2." Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> um, my goodness. Yeah, I can't wait for all the Avatar memes, honestly. Like yeah. I'll go I'll go deep on that. I'll like turn my Twitter into an Avatar Fan account, yeah. Get on the forums, Tree yeah, of Life or whatever. Tree of Sol- <laughs> yeah, it'll be exciting to see that forum spring into life again. You know, <laughs> the other one comes back from the grave, the one that went away oh. after one year of activity. Yeah. <laughs> hey, they they never put that banner up. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. Oh my god, Avatar! What a bad movie. Honestly, what a terrible Trash film. film. Truly they atrocious. Have, they do have such bad tropes in there. Like, they've also got Noble Savage, Born Sexy Yesterday, The Chosen One. White Savior. Uh, yeah, White Savior. Yeah. Like, Can't wait for Avatar 2. <laughs> oh, yeah. So excited. Give me that sexy cat discourse. Uh-huh. They're not even sexy. I was 0% horny this whole film. <laughs> Maybe the hair tentacle. That's pretty good. That looked like it would be good on a nipple. Everything else... I- <laughs> I was just disturbed how the whole bonding with the animals thing worked in this movie. Like, like I remember that Jake had to bond with the animal by sticking his hair tube in its socket, but I didn't remember that he had to like wrestle it to the ground while it's like screaming, and then he shoves his hair tube in it, and its eyes dilate, and I'm like, what the fuck? What, yeah, is, what is actually happening? <laughs> this is not okay. It doesn't seem consensual for sure. Yeah, it was so weird. And then he's like, how will I know that it has chosen me? She's like, it's going to try and kill you. It's like, oh. Yeah, I don't think it wants to be chosen. I don't think it chose you. I think it wants to to kill you. 
I think that's what's happening, Jake Sully. Please stop hair fucking pterodactyls. <laughs> it's not. It's not on. Nobody's happy about it. That oh would be God. if I was a member of the military and I found out that that's what Jake Sully had been doing. That would be the most shocking part for me. <laughs> they they like find the footage of him like wrestling into the ground, shoving his hair in its socket. They're like, "What in hell are you doing out there, son?" <laughs> Genuinely, what has happened to you, Jake Sully? <laughs> don't don't they establish at one stage that his eyes are cameras? Do they? Well, because at I one don't stage, think so what? Because when he's flying with the Igoran. Um, over the first tree of souls that they see and then he's flying over there and then it cuts to Sigourney Weaver looking at the tree of souls from his perspective being like, oh, my God, they don't let outsiders here. I am so jealous. I would I would kill for, like, a sample of the tree of souls. <laughs> you think they're gonna just going to, like, turn on the monitor and see him just, like, grinding on Natiri? <laughs> just getting it Yes! On. That's what Nelson or whatever his name is does all night. He just watches yeah. Jake's Norm. <laughs> Norm. What a bold and frightening experience to be like, I'm fucking as a Navi now. I think that last scene in the film where Neytiri cradles human Jake Sully is a really weird... Like, for Neytiri, she's like, look at this little pink guy. That's right. the guy I love. This little pink weirdo. That's what I'm horny for. All right. He's, like, he's just like, I'm sorry, I never got to fuck you this way. <laughs> and then he dies. <laughs> I always wanted to. You're so big. <laughs> also, do you, do you reckon the shape of the, the Navi, because they are that, I've forgotten the technical term for when you're really tall and really thin. Do you reckon they made them look that way because that's what was sexy back in the day? Yeah, I think that, well, I, I have no idea. I mean, clearly they were meant to be horny beasts. You know, that was part of the 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 design of all of the Navi is, I guess, had that in mind. None of them are fat. I noticed that. You know, that comes back to the ass issue. <laughs> right. <laughs> None of the Navi, they're all the same basic shape and size. It must be so weird for them, not that they ever have, but to see a genuine sample of humans and see that yeah. much variation. Because across the, their planet, it seemed that the like their faces were different and they had choices in what they put onto their bodies or did yeah. with their hair, and there's not really any variation. It's probably a situation where there are subtle differences that we would never notice. It's like, yeah. you put two black cats in front of me, I'm going to be like, well, those are similar cats, but like the cat <laughs> would know. And also, I really liked the Navi's weird constellation skin. That was cool. That was nice. I did like that. And I figure that's, you know, how you tell, you know, you're a Navi apart. Yeah, well, they had face shapes that were different as well. Yeah. But, oh, my God, can you – are you so excited for DeviantArt 2021 where people talk about the lore behind their chosen face constellations? Yes, absolutely. Also, also, Navi only have four fingers and um, Jake has five. What? Yeah. I didn't notice that. That's crazy. Did they just screw up making the avatar? They said they blended human and Navi DNA, and I guess that is the only bit of human DNA. God, their child is going to be a monster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Or come out like a mule and right. not be able to have kids. It's going to come out like fleshy, like a human, just like a pink <laughs> oh, giant no. Navi that's like sort of halfway between. <laughs> hairy, really hairy on the front. The only Navi to gain weight. <laughs> oh, fingers He's crossed. Be a fuck, like one of the fucking like trolls from Harry Potter, like this giant, <laughs> yeah. giant beer gut on a nine foot tall man. Uh, first words that kill me. If James Cameron yeah. goes in that direction, forgiven for Avatar <laughs> One. Bold and beautiful. Oh, God. That's what I want. <gasps> 
Um, any other thoughts on Avatar from 2009? It's certainly a product of its time. I think it's important to look at this film and really consider when it was made. Uh, it doesn't excuse anything, but it does give a reason for a lot of it, you know? Yeah. Everyone, it seems like James Cameron has always been very much technology focused for the films he makes. Like with, with Titanic famously, he just wanted to look at the Titanic. Yeah. And like mad respect for conning all those people and making that door scene, you know, for yeah. just to get under the sea. Just Love to go that. underwater, yeah. This story has every problem. But they certainly made something for its time. Yeah. <laughs> I remember going to the cinema and being really impressed with the spectacle and thinking, that's not a story. Yeah. <laughs> Go see a double feature of The Proposal and Avatar in 2009. You're going to have a good time. Yeah. You're going to be there a while, but <laughs> enjoy yourself. Uh, I looked up, my final note, I think, is that I looked up the ending to Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance and it's nothing like what I described. <laughs> <laughs> they are not centaurs. They are like tall ghouls with glowing <laughs> eyes that is the, the the last shot but it does look better than avatar i don't know why i thought it looks way better it looks like avatar but it's just yeah, insane look. to me that zoe saldana was in this movie and star trek in the same year oh whoa she's been so busy yeah my god yeah she did well i think it would have been a really fun film to work on I don't think that's true. You would be in green rooms all the time interacting with green objects and all of your scene partners would not be there. Uh, yeah, actually, I think I've seen like a behind the scenes thing and it, it did not look that, did not look fun. Yeah, but you'd like, you'd be doing the scenes and trying your absolute best and James Cameron's there like, come on, do it. And then you go out into your trailer with your buds still in your green like mocap suit being like, what right. the fuck is <laughs> I mean, also James Cameron's a fucking nightmare to work with. Like he, oh, really? he would have tormented all of these people on set for sure. Oh my God, that's. That's so horrible. I think it's so weird. I hate that. Must have been weird for Zoe Saldana to, like, the way Neytiri acts is so, like, a stereotypical native person. Right. Which must have been such a strange thing for James Cameron to be like, channel that further. Right. You're trying to be like a like a Native American person in a Wild West movie from 1953. That's what we're kind of going for here, Zoe Saldana. What a nightmare of a film! Yeah, and you can you can imagine all the all the different words that would have been used to dance around that. Oh yeah, so you're really connected to nature, right? Yeah. It's it's not magic. It's it's primal. Wait, can I say primal or no? Yeah. Uh... <laughs> you're more in touch with sort of like your ancestors, sort mm. of you know. It, it must People be are behind so the weird. camera, like doing like sh cut it, cut yeah. it, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> it must be so weird to. Be in a film where your character is that because there would be scenes where it's like, cool, so, okay, in this scene your family's just been killed, use that as your motivation. In this scene uh, your way of life's being threatened, use that as your motivation. Okay, so um, you love this guy now. Yeah. That's it. Okay, you want to fight for – and there's just such a clash. Like it's so – I always I think of that when I watch films yeah. where there's a female character right. who has uh, – like her plot ends up changing because of – her uh, love interest? Uh, yeah. Right, that, that's like, like every movie that she's in where it's like you're in love with uh, Peter Quill and it's like, okay, I guess I'm yeah. in love with him because he's like the white main character. Okay, cool, yeah, here we go. Like, uh, well, when Peter Quill's not on screen, uh, Zoe, you can like explore all of Gamora's backstory and trauma. Oh, Peter Quill's on screen. 
don't worry about it. You guys are going to dance and you're not going to like it, but maybe you are going to like it a little bit, but you can't let him know that. That's your motivation. Here we go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, man. Films are bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys for joining me on the podcast this week. Uh, hey. Where can people find you on social media? I'm at Cass Cass Page. And I'm at All Dogs Are Dead if you want to go and Except that's only your Twitter. Oh, that's only my Twitter. Uh, my I don't know what my Instagram it's is. It's Hams Forever. Hams Forever is my Instagram. Why does Cass know that and you don't? Because <laughs> I have to tag him in everything. <laughs> and I have to tag me in nothing. <laughs> uh, and you can listen to the podcast we do if you go to sandspaceradio.com. I am on Twitter at Stop Tweeting Mia, or if you want to check out my alt account, Mia.com, it's the same thing, just worse. Uh, <laughs> thank you for listening to the Cynical Cartoons podcast for another week. And as always, I'm your host, Mia Marchant, and I'm here if you need to talk. There are all kinds of things in the world of Avatar, like super cool toys that will play with you. Hey, here's me. When you play with them. There's one in your McDonald's Happy Meal. <laughs> 